It's first school. Mm-hmm. All A's. So far. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. They're, they're doing a lot of Was moving that a pun? Point. We'll they're see. Doing a lot of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're moving a lot of points around. Let's just say that. I don't mm. know what's happening. Got to stay accredited somehow, you know? <laughs> I feel like that's a Disney Channel or Nickelodeon joke. Is a parent being like, did you get all A's? And then kid being, we'll see. We'll see. And then them, the parent being like, I thought you said you got all A's. No, I, I didn't. said, well, well C. <laughs> and it's all C's. And it's like, oh, Brian. Max. Uh, Corey's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been a good intro if we had had the sound working. Like, that would have been a good lead into the intro music. Corey's Wait, in the house? No, your little joke you just made. Oh. No, well, well, C. Well, C. I mean, it's working. We're, oh. we're in. I just had to turn Mark up. Mark was a little quiet last time. Was uh, I? I think. Maybe John was just that loud. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was close to the mic. Maybe I should back up a little bit. I don't know. I just Let's just start. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Uh-huh. And John Girdler. Good evening. Yeah, I saw you counting, John. I say hello, hello every time. It's, <laughs> it's a pleasant greeting. It hello. is. I, I workshopped it with my mom, and she was said it was perfect. She I didn't shop, workshop it with my mom. She would not be helpful about that. But <laughs> she listened. I don't want her to. I feel like I feel like there'd be a lot of phone calls after certain episodes. Mark, that you just say start a lot with of words. Mark. Mark, did you need to describe him as a mother effer? <laughs> Mark. That is common people, vernacular people on this listen podcast. to this? We, we haven't introduced the movie, but that was the thing I was most surprised about this movie going forward. Just first comment. But Peter, this was your yeah, pick, I wanna, so you I w- introduce it. I want to question before we introduce <laughs> it, like a little a little ground setting. Like, as <sighs> growing up, <laughs> what was one of the scariest things you ever saw? Movie-wise, uh, not like walking into your parents' room and okay. they're doing it, but like... Uh, I like, understood the implication, Peter. <laughs> okay. I've got one. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was The Page Master. You remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Is that, the Macaulay, is that the Macaulay Culkin? He goes yeah. into the anime. That, what were you afraid of in that one? A lot of things. Um, the ceiling like melted and turned into liquid That's true. when he That's was entering freaky. into the cartoon world. The Jekyll and Hyde was kind of scary. Hmm. I, never, I guess I, never, I think I just wanted to be teleported into that world, so I never wasn't that freaked out by it but i already said mine on this podcast was it was child's play chucky the doll like ruined my life i'm still recovering as he takes a sip of whiskey and tea (laughs) so for me one of those was this movie the night flyer which is insane because i had never heard of this movie until like three weeks ago yeah 1997 the night flyer a stephen king short story adaption and it's not a tv well okay so it's a tv movie but it's not a cable tv movie I think it went straight to HBO because it's Wasn't not... Wasn't it shopped around for a bit or I something? I think so. It okay. has box office numbers. But really? I, yeah. Mark, I saw the same thing you did about HBO. Yeah, because uh, it was released November 7th on HBO. Because I thought it was a TV movie like uh, Stephen King's The Shining TV movie where it's it's not the Stanley Kubrick, Jack Nicholson one, but it was the one on TV where it was like very edited. But... Like five minutes in, I think the main character says the F word like 17 times. Like I thought I was watching a Tarantino film. I was like, what was happening? (laughs) I think it's great because this is very telling. This was one of the movies that haunted me as a child. And me and you, Mark, have spent a lot of time trying to find this movie. And then Julie Stiles' movie, uh, Wicked. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, both of those movies scarred me. And both of them came out 97, 98. Uh, just images stuck in my head. I just laughed that we Peter. found out about this movie was... The, uh, this movie was recommended to us to do by a coworker who, when we were when she was describing it to us, Peter like had the funniest look on his face. Like he had just solved the math problem that yeah. had been like plaguing his life. It all came back. No, it really yeah. did. I was yeah. like, hold on a second. Is the end of this movie in an airport and there are dead people everywhere? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And then they come back to life and she's like, yeah. Yeah, I said, "Holy shit, Mark, this is it." <laughs> it was the equivalent of like a crime movie where someone says, "Like just the, you know, well, I hope it doesn't rain today." And they're like, "Rain." rain. Oh my god, I've solved it. Like <laughs> yeah. that was like Peter's reaction. That paints a good picture. I, I can visualize. Yeah, this. because seriously, like been trying to find this movie for years because the last scene in this movie has haunted me. I could see how it would. I, it's terrifying. Still, yeah. actually, scary. It. I. I thought it was. I thought it was going to be corny. It was actually pretty well done at the end. I. I still thought it was stupid. He had like a legit cape. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, have, oh, I have some questions about then, but I'll save them till we get to that point. Yeah, but. I have questions too. It mainly involves like, would a vampire pee blood? I, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> good question. I mean, if that's all you're drinking, right? But. Uh, Dude, why would he need to pee? I mean, <laughs> for the scene, bro. That would hurt coming out. I mean, out to be too, honest, I can't tell you another time I've ever seen a vampire <laughs> pissing, but like, I thought it was kind of funny. Did we see him actually peeing? We, we just yeah. saw that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean he's invisible. I was trying to make we, a bad We saw him zip him up. Him. He was only, <laughs> yeah, he was only invisible because he was looking in the mirror. We didn't, we didn't see vampire dong, so just getting that out of the way. It, it was no nudity. It was mainly language in this film and gore. And a pretty intense TV. The gore. only thing that got exposed was the lamestream media. <laughs> <laughs> the lamestream. The lamestream. Wow. God, I love this job. <laughs> no, I mean this is a great movie. <laughs> I just, I don't know what I expected when I was watching it, but I was dumbfounded at every scene. I'm just like, I don't know what I thought this would go, but okay. <laughs> so. Or, Miguel Ferrer, Ferrer, Ferrer. Isn't Ferrer? I don't know. I get him confused with some other guy that's in the X-Files, but I know that this dude shows up in Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah. Fran and I were talking about this. Also, it's funny you say X-Files because if we're doing first impressions, this felt like an X-Files episode. It is an X-Files episode. But like a gory X-Files episode. And I think it helps because it's a short story. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, ooh, spooky. It's out there in the world. Like, yeah, instead (laughs) instead of this journalist tracking down the night flyer it's Mulder and scully like showing up it's like because it would be a federal crime because he's going from state to state awful and so it'd just be them like so you're saying this isn't a serial killer it's a vampire like and then they have the whole like supernatural conversation where again for the thousandth time (laughs) we have to convince scully that there's scary things out there and then Mulder maybe sees his sister as a female vampire? Oh, it, no, it'd be Mulder wants it to be aliens at first, flying from airport to airport, but then he's a little disappointed that it's a vampire. That's how that would go. I would watch. <laughs> would watch. Would watch, 100%. Yeah. But <laughs> the introduction of this movie, of um, just that guy getting slashed in the face once he like goes up to the, the night flyer plane. Like it, I laugh that it's all painted all black. Yeah. Just decked out black. It's got curtains. Fun fact, I have piloted a Cessna before. Really? Which is the type of plane that the Night Flyer flew. Yeah. It's a different model, but... 
How did it feel? It felt, I felt strangely empowered. <laughs> Blood sounded appetizing. <laughs> Blood was pounding. <laughs> just not telling you where. <laughs> God. I just, I like, Peter, when this movie was described to me, I still, and I still kind of have a hard time wrapping my head around it because the plot of this movie is legitimately, there is a vampire who just flies to these small, middle of nowhere, like single runway airports kills somebody nearby and then just flies to the next one and i guess he kind of hypnotizes some of them there's more than meets the eye and i i feel like that wasn't fully explained to where i understood what was happening you know what i mean like the old lady that was in the weird hypnotized state and was like i want to look young again well so that's maybe i shouldn't ask this till we get there i don't know i was confused by the ending when you see her picture in his plane like, was it implied that he was somehow... Because, like, you see his face. He's, like, a real human. But he's in the picture with the old lady who had the perm well, earlier so in the That's movie. what I want to know. Was that old lady his uh, previous wife? Or his mom? Or... <laughs> I don't or his, know. Or his girl? I, I just had several questions about his... Because you... Yeah. Yeah. The the (laughs) photograph book title with just the giant photographs on top. (laughs) That made me laugh. But we have an airport similar to the ones we saw nearby. I live like a mile from that John Toon airport. Oh, is that a is that a single runway? Like Uh, it's it's not a single runway, maybe, but it's it's close. It's small. I could see the night flyer arriving (laughs) to that airport. Are you scared of the night flyer coming to Nashville? In there. Sucking your blood. So this movie felt very relevant to me. Does that didn't that dog kind of remind you of Miles? <laughs> well, I didn't get the dog either. Was the dog the night flyer? Or a hellhound? But out in the day? Yeah, that's what I was confused. It was during the day. Yeah. Also, how did the night flyer know Reese? What's the outer spin? Or D's? Because I kept making D's nuts jokes uh-huh. every throughout watching it. But how did the night flyer know D's was following him? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying I had a lot of questions. But I guess like to introduce our main character is the uh, Richard Dees who works for base. (laughs) Who works for a fictional version of like, you know, a tabloid, you know, what is it called? The Examiner? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it the one that's or always the Inquirer like Inquirer or, or any it. of the the tablets? That's like Elvis marries Bigfoot, or you know, what's the one of, that people follow celebrities around and they're really annoying, um, and they they had a TV show. People is that Us Weekly? Oh, TMZ. No, TMZ. Thank oh, you. TMZ. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Although it's like more violent than that. Yes. Yeah. Did anyone write down what his editor when he's interviewing the new girl? Um, I don't even remember her name just because they called her Jimmy the entire time. Yeah, Julie. And Weisel, I don't know. But did anyone write down the editor's list of like what they're looking for in stories where it was like the most absurd? It was like alphabetical. It was like A, B, C. And for A, had a like crazy list of things like abductions, aliens, like animal cruelty, like weird stuff. It was B. It was like bestiality, women, like botched breast surgery or something nice. i don't know it was all this like super over the top skeezy stuff and she's like oh yeah of course of course that makes sense can yeah. i i'm gonna just admit it here so dan monahan playing the the editor guy like the runner of the tabloids so i recognized them and i recognized them from porkies and that's too bad <laughs> 
And that's a movie I haven't seen in forever. And it's like, where is he? No. Oh, it's he's one of the main. Is he one of the main he's guys? He's a peeper. Yeah. Oh god. One of the peepers. I, that was a movie I thought was going to be about barbecue. I'm not going to lie. I used to get Porky's and Corky's. <laughs> I love the barbecue chain. Confused. And then when I was little. And I was like, hey, Porky's, that's a barbecue place. That's funny. I didn't know that, oh, this is not about barbecue. Man, when were you watching all these movies as a kid? How well, did you I spent a lot of time them? in hotel rooms, John. For uh, Chasing the night flyer. Yeah. <laughs> things are on TV. <laughs> so, oh, but he's great. The evil, oh, like, the evil ah, editor For what he is, yeah. He has... Towards the end of the movie, he has a five-minute maniacal evil laugh and over like the idea and of sending two of his reporters <laughs> to yeah, fight over the same that's, job. That scene was incredible. And they might kill each other or whatever, you know? Like, like you would have thought he was Lex Luthor being like, I finally got Superman. <laughs> you don't run this paper. I thought he was the night flyer, and that was like a big I reveal or something. going to be something, too. You raise a good question, John, because I don't know if it's obvious enough, but you're supposed to compare the vampires to, to the them. tabloid writers, right? Both are vamp- vampires, in a sense. You know, they're, they both. They're out for blood. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads, as the Nightcrawler movie kind of talks about. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I would say Nightcrawler is a superior film to this. but well, It's <laughs> also grounded a little bit more in reality, but sure. Does Stephen King often have commentary on society through his stories? Or is yeah. this like a is this a normal thing well, for him to do? I think he has cocaine-fueled you know, uh, thoughts on society. And a lot of his characters in his books, his uh, protagonists, are writers. Yeah. Um, since he is also one. Write what you know, right? Uh. <laughs> and that, that just goes straight to that weird ass tunnel orgy in it. <laughs> write what you know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I just, the the new reporter, the Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen, uh, that they woman? referred to her as the entire time, uh, like, I, she was just kind of there. She was also not in the original short story. Oh, they oh, added her in. That's interesting. Yeah. To, and also put this movie in perspective, the director had 30 days to film. Are They filmed this in 30 days? Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because I feel like they used the same six like trailers just over and over and like the same stretch of road. You know what I mean? It felt very like just use what we got kind of situation. Oh, uh, you don't say that. And then, oh my God, <laughs> we got to talk about that, dude. <laughs> The I guess they blew the budget on that end scene though, which I mean, well used. It was it still for how dated it is and how low budget it is. It held up pretty well. Oh man, but and I the, just the Night Flyer's plane made me laugh. I couldn't help but laugh. Like he just straight up has dirt in the back of it. It's a coffin. Do you have to have dirt in a coffin as a vampire? Well, okay. I don't know if you remember when Dracula got shipped over from, you know, his home place. They had dirt in there. Like, he had to be something with the ground. Oh. I guess I forgot about that. He's trying to follow some sort of vampiric lore. Also, why his coffin area, like, he has the the shutout curtains or whatever, the blackout curtains. Like, because he's staying in there during the day. Like, he's still, he's a straight Hmm. up vamp. I just, I don't know. I laugh that there's, like, a huge mound of dirt underneath the plane. Whenever he lands, is it that like he's when he, out? When he's getting stuff, out, it's yeah. just like, oh, I just kicked out a bunch of dirt. 
with maggots and worms. <laughs> and then there's in just it. like blood everywhere in there too. That made oh my gosh! I know that's supposed to be scary. That made me laugh so hard. It looked like someone exploded <laughs> inside of the like. How can he fly it? Especially when he doesn't look that messy outside the plane. <laughs> He must have comes out pristine. Ooh. Like he just throws up in there as he's flying. He's like, oh no, that was, I shouldn't need that line. <laughs> have you ever flown in a Cessna? You would too. <laughs> just, it was so gross. Like he couldn't read any of the dials. There's just blood over everything. Yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> I just wanted one scene of the vampire flying and be like, oh shit, is that a four? I can't like him scraping the numbers. Like, oh. And the movie does a pretty good job addressing some of your initial concerns over the legitimacy of the premise. Because <laughs> you go, wait, wouldn't people know about this plane? And they do. They do. There's actually an FAA warning over all of the small little airports. And me and Peter talked about this off off mic one of my things too that i came to the realization of my hesitation of this plot is because we're living in a post 9-11 world where <laughs> all those all planes are tracked so strictly so my thought process of like how could a plane just be wandering around they're like keep an eye yeah. out feel like the wild west out there a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit <laughs> well we're now like they'd report that plane and get shot out of the sky by a drone just and- and part of it was they were trying to break the story before it became like national news or something. Well, that confused me too. Why wasn't the FBI investigating this? I think they were trying to. I don't know, dude. He's a vampire. He was <laughs> hypnotizing and stuff. Yeah. Why was this reporter like doing the you know, foot on the ground, boots on the ground, legwork, like when the cops or detective should have been? Oh yeah. Like involved somehow. We didn't see any, did we? No. Until the end, I guess those buffoons who ran in, but the locals, yeah. local cops. Yeah, I felt like in. I feel like I know we haven't gotten to the end to how we fix it, but I do feel like this movie would have been smoother if it was a reporter attached to a like. FBI or detective or something like he's going behind the lines in Afghanistan no no I don't mean like attached (laughs) in the sense of like they're partnering up I mean like the reporters following the FBI guy because like he's always giving them the scoops kind of thing like going behind the enemy lines in Afghanistan (laughs) no (laughs) it's just like that they're attached to the detail they're following around getting the story I just mean in other like detective shows and movies where there's like the one reporter that's always hassling the detective for like the scoop kind of thing. They just do that. But then they both get involved in hunting down the Night Flyer. That reveal when they like come up with the name of the Night Flyer, that made me laugh too. It seems like we had a Night Flyer with Claire. (laughs) Is that the, is that, okay, so that's the first victim, right? That's his uh, friend. Yeah, not the first victim. Well, because the first victim we see is in the opening, and it's the guy being like, whose plane is this? Like, oh, curtains. And then <laughs> Nightflyer attacks him. Wasn't well, Claire, up his Claire's face. the one with the wife, right? No. Pretty sure. Well, then who was the guy at the beginning? We we have an extended period of time with Claire and his wife, and then we got this guy <laughs> talking and helping out Claire. But then he goes into town and he talks to the hair salon lady. Okay, so we spent a lot of time at that airport. But it but is did a little the guy that we watched did the guy we watched die at that airport or was that a different airport? I mean, in the opening that, scene, yeah, in the opening yeah. scene, no, different, different airport. Oh, that's I think. a different airport. I think yes. so. Okay, because yeah. I know we find that guy's body later, and you know that's when he's taking the pictures at the morgue or whatever, and then because it's. Claire, or is it, are, were they saying Clarence? 
Claire. They were saying Claire? Yeah. Like E Claire minus the E. <laughs> like a Claire. Because he's the guy that get, is just getting thrown around the uh, the trailer while his wife's just like gleefully staring in like, oh, yay. Hmm. And she just like goes into her bedroom like, all right, I'm ready now. Take me. Like, that was bizarre. Yeah, and then we have like a flashback because we have it before the murder. Because he shows up, he's there for like, it looks like he's there for a night without crazy shenanigans happening. Then she goes into town, gets her hair done, comes back, and then he kills them. So she, yeah, she or so he hypnotizes him to buy like a day, I guess. Yeah, and so you know, Claire came and he cleaned the <laughs> he cleaned the plane. Go, Claire, you okay, Claire? We have to talk. about Did we ever get that dude's name? I'm sure we did. I I don't know. Is it Nate? There's Ray. <laughs> there's Henry. He should have cleaned the night flyer's plane. Why is that it? <sighs> That like that just made me laugh so hard. That dude's accent made no sense. He's like, I'm country, a little bit of Bostonian. <laughs> I come around these parts now. <laughs> I've never seen a night flyer, but that was dirt under the plane. Have you ever seen such a thing? Like I, I, I could have. I wanted that dude to be the narrator for the whole movie. <laughs> That was something I wrote in my notes, too, that I definitely think would have added to the film, was someone needed to narrate this movie. Whether it was D's or not, just being like, this fucking guy, and I'm going to catch this fucking fuck-face fucker. He kind of does that, though. Like I know, he's talking but... in the car, like he's in his plane, which I thought was a car, and I was like, that's pretty shaky. And then you're like, oh, I guess it's the plane now. We could have done like a Sandlot cut at the end, where it's like, an old Dwight, he turned out to be a veterinarian. <laughs> like, like where they are 40 years later. But, oh, man. Yeah, like, it's just, that's what's missing, is there's too many scenes of where they were trying to do, like, journalism montages that you're just like, this is where narration needs to be happening. Of, <laughs> what? Of being like, that fucking fuck face went to all the bars and all the joints <laughs> in this town, and he fucking drank them fucking dry, you fuck face. Like, <laughs> what was his, like, motto that she turns against him at the end? It's like, publish what oh, you believe. you never believe what you publish and never publish what you believe. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she follows that. Out of kind of like I, I feel like that was a pretty hard heel turn at the end for her. No, no, it makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I say so. That's why I came in. <laughs> well, at the beginning of the movie, we, we were told that Jimmy's uh, interviewing for a position of another writer that took her own life because she let the stories get. I to her. thought Dee's murdered her. By the way, I thought that was going to be revealed because. In the flashback, in the storytelling of how that reporter died, it's like put a trash bag over her head and got in the bathtub, and then he immediately walks in yeah, and just you're like, right. "Sorry, Daddy." Click, takes the photo and leaves. You're like, "Why is he there first? What?" <laughs> they got the call. They didn't call the police. They just called the newspaper. <laughs> you guys might want to get a pic of this. <laughs> Dottie's fucking dead. <laughs> but you know, we did have enough of. She tried to play straight. And then she's like, I guess I'm going to have to get in there. Like when he, when she follows him to the bar and then they're talking, he's like, let me guess. And he like guesses her life story. That was actually a pretty fun scene. And she seems pretty defeated. She's like, you're right. I do want to try to do real journalism. And then he's like, you're not going to be doing that here. I do like that he calls that out. He's like, do you, don't, you know where you are? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the Washington Post. <laughs> I, I kind of, he, he, this guy plays a really good guy you don't like. Oh, oh yeah, I had I a good time watching was, him. He, he did a good job. The with it. actor who plays D's, I like. He definitely knew what kind of movie this was because the way he says his first line of his this movie is him looking at the newspaper and going, "Where the fuck is my dead baby?" <laughs> yeah. 
He had a picture of a dead baby, and he also has to emphasize every time he said the F word, it was so emphasized. Where the fuck is my dead baby? <laughs> Don't you fucking fuck with me. I want my photo of my fucking dead baby. It's great. What was the story he was telling that had a dead baby? I don't know. Maybe he found it in a dumpster or something, or like the editor's like, next time, let's keep our the fo- photos of the victims above two years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pat <laughs> Merton. <laughs> it's just so intense, and so he's such like. I thought they were gonna play the angle of like you're rooting for her versus him but then she's just out of the movie mm-hmm. she's maybe in 10 minutes of the total movie she was weirdly used it's almost like they put her in the movie just for that final moment yeah it was a good final moment i, I you saw it coming once it was happening though and then when they team up you know they do the little i'll share my byline and then he pounces on her i since it's been a long time since i'd seen this movie i was like what is about to happen <laughs> <laughs> and he's like too easy. That <laughs> that montage of them calling airports, you would have thought like they were trying to mimic Spotlight or some shit. Where it's this, jur- or like all the Kingsmen, where it's just all this journalistic integrity and digging through files. They're just going through a phone number list, and, and then, both of them are getting pissed. But they're getting opposite. They're getting mad at the opposite gender on the phone, which I thought was a nice touch because oh. he calls the lady on the phone a bitch, and she calls the guy on the phone a bastard. Oh, it's before like, it's ah. time. You know, they're just working together. Same same energy. And then he locks her ass in the closet somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. It's, it's a motel closet. I feel like if you breathe on those things too hard, they shatter. So I don't think she was really stuck in there. Bef- the table. Before we even get to that point, that did y'all feel like the middle of this movie really like was dragging yeah. on? Like, really? It felt like nothing... While he it was, was like the same scene over and over. Yeah, while he was investigating some of the murders, it was just him. Because what was the name of the Night Flyer? It was a fake Dwight. name. Yeah. D- Dwight Renfield. Ha- I feel like half of the middle part, besides him talking to people, getting the stories of the vampires, him being like, I'm fucking coming after you, Dwight. You think <laughs> you can escape me? Like he, he, he sounds like he's out for revenge. Would you say he's letting it get to him? Yes. <laughs> Just think about that. Your gun and your badge, you're off the case. I know, your camera and your press <laughs> <Yeah>. pass. <laughs> the night blast getting to your head. <laughs> but he's always yelling like, Dwight. Yeah, I'll find you, Dwight. Gwade. <laughs> <laughs> like when he's at the bar and uh, the bartender's like, from your friend at the other end of the aisle. It's like, stop what was it it's like it was a bloody mary yeah it was a bloody mary but the First note said like please stop or something yeah, like leave that. me alone, leave me alone. I, don't, I don't know it's something like that why would the bartender be like oh here's a guy in a full cave <laughs> hypnotized man i don't know i don't know what to tell totally you normal. <laughs> <laughs> hypnotized and you would have thought you would have been like yeah the guy that was wearing the cape like acknowledged but he looked <laughs> I will say that's probably <laughs> one of the worst things of this movie. Is it wasn't this that big of a bar. Like no. you would see the other end. <laughs> you would notice a guy walking in in a Dracula costume. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's out like. And the bartender's 
like twice the size of D's. And yet when D's grabs him, he's like, oh, God, that's you. He's like, I'm so sorry. There's just a guy at the end of the bar. And it seems like he teleports to his plane because he's able to take off over yeah. the bar. I love that. It's like he just left. I was going to bring that up too. How did he get to the plane so fast? <laughs> And have all those decoy noises, like, perfectly placed. Oh, my gosh. The flag. The yeah. flag felt like a patriotic moment. Where it was just like, is that the vampire? No. It's America. <laughs> Proud to be an American. <laughs> what was the... Was That was before or after the dog, when he sees the dog. Well, he sees the dog when he goes and he in- investigates the house. Eh? Oh, the yeah, that's the Claire be. and his wife. The bar is afterwards. Okay. Oh, but that's the same town, right? Isn't it? I don't. Probably. I was probably. Hard to see. I, was, it was hard to keep track. It was hard it was to keep track. Conf- yeah. There's. They do jump around the time a little bit. Because when does he like desecrate the grave? That's at the very that's beginning. That's the beginning. That's, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Because that grave. I thought that grave uh, digger guy was gonna come back into the plot somehow, or that that would be Dwight. Ooh, that would have been an interesting twist if that was Dwight. And he had an, encountered him early on. Yeah, and that would have been he, the like, reveal. Threatens D's. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, he is destroying... Destroying a gravestone. It is a crime. I also didn't get the blood thing. He's just trying to make it look gross. No, 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 not that. Though when he touched it, he (laughs) could, like, connect to the Night Flyer. There was, like, the... Oh, you're right. ...sharp sound, and he saw, like, a vision thing. He's like, oh! And then the... Maybe that's how Dwight really knows about him. Maybe they are connected, because they're both vampires. (gasps) Vampires. That could make sense. Also, aren't you? If you drink blood, you're the vampire's blood. You're supposed to turn into a vampire. I know that we're we're not to the end yet, but that reminded me. Kind, yeah, but they don't do that. Kind of. Well, no, they do. He doesn't turn into a vampire. Well, he gets murked. Well, yeah, but they play with it. All right, now I haven't met a vampire. I haven't been able to study one in real life. What happens I, when someone? Anyone who it? identifies as a vampire out there, please write into the podcast. We have lots of questions. Well, Pixar didn't happen. I gotta see it. You, you gotta see them be a vampire? Well, yeah. Is vampire... No, I'm not gonna go down that. Almost took us down a very dangerous political road. I'm not gonna go down that. What? How did, How are vampires political? No, I... Fine, I'll just say it. I was gonna ask if vampire is something you can identify in terms of the whole... You know, there's the whole, like... Oh. S- <laughs> you know, spectrum of what you identify as Oh, I now. bet you can. I bet you can try. And then I'll be like, prove it. Oh, what you sharpened the- your incisors? That doesn't make you a vamp, bro. It's you all relative, turn man. Turn into a batter, GTFO. <laughs> turn into a batter, GTFO. Show me your familiar, GTFO. Because I brought this up before we watched the movie. Why would he need a plane? If vampires can turn into bats, that's like the best way to travel. No, it's not. Why? It's stealthy. Not from it's state slow. to state. It'd be yes, slow. Yes, it's so slow. But you could just pick off people on the along the way. What? Yeah. That's so much easier to track, too. What do you mean? When you have much more space to travel. How hard is you know how hard it'd be to find a single bat in North America? A plane's a lot easier to travel. Do you know how much work that would be to fly? You gotta burn off all those calories. He's killing people left and right. Yeah, but you don't want to give you a fat vampire. He's thirsty. Why do you think he's throwing up all over his utensils? He's eating too much. (laughs) He's gorging himself. He's gorging himself. He's clearly going through something. Well, he's an addict. (laughs) Which is why he's flying and stop picking on that part of the movie. I'm just saying. It's it's just incredible that someone's like a vampire. Have you ever seen a bat fly? It's pretty jerky. 
Well, yeah, because he's... You Have know. you ever seen a plane fly? It's pretty straight. Well, it depends he's flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd hate to see John up there flying. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a bat up there. Nope, just John. <laughs> oh, man. The... But can can we make a decision though on the the old woman who gets the perm and her hair colored? She uh-huh. wants to look sensuous. But was it intentionally supposed to look like the woman in the photograph that Dwight the vampire night flyer? Why not? Yeah. But I really thought so. Is the implication just... supposed to be that's who he was married to before uh, he was a vampire? I don't know about married to or anything like that. Because there were the Maybe wedding photos. That's why she was treated differently, too. Like, than the yeah, other victims. Yeah, she wasn't, like, brutally murdered. She had the, like, the nice neck touch. Yeah, I I also just recently watched House at the End of the Street or whatever, so I've got a lot of that is Jennifer it? Lawrence. Oh, that's a Jennifer oh, Lawrence. Oh, I thought one. we were going to do a podcast on that one. We're not going to do one on that. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, we can if you want. I think it's really dumb. <laughs> but I have things from that movie that's like maybe it's going on in this movie too. I don't know. There's vampires in that movie? No, but this like maybe she's filling maybe just the women he's coming across are filling this void, void? that that wife picture woman is. Ugh, like, you I think he had sex with her? Post drainage? No, no. Say it isn't so. Dw- Dwight wouldn't but do that. But it is Stephen yeah, King. Not in that dirty plane. It is Stephen King, so I don't know. You know, like stranger things have happened, right? Oh, man. Oh, also, I had in my notes, I was curious. I think it's between the first and second town, or maybe the second and third town that he's driving. This is the one where he's driving because he can't land his plane at that airport because it's closed down. But he comes across that car accident. Yeah. Did the Night Flyer do that too? Because no. they had neck gouges. Wait, they did? It looked like they did. I thought they did. I thought it was implied that it, he did. I don't know. Maybe because maybe it was supposed to be something along the lines of drawing a connection from D's back to the vampire. Like, I, really? He's causing car wrecks? I don't know if he's causing car wrecks, but. I mean, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. A car wreck is still blood. <laughs> like, is that is that what we're I don't going know? With? I just was because I feel like they didn't need it to emphasize any more of because like by that point we were a hundred percent sold on the idea that Dee's is like a bloodlust obsessed journalist. But this is very much opportunity. Like he just is like, oh yeah, this is a car accident. I'm just going to take pics. You know, like this was the only scene of that in this movie. But I still don't think it was needed. I mean, when you start a character by demanding the photo of a dead baby be on the cover like yeah but otherwise you wouldn't have had him saying i'm the press oh gosh get your hands off me i'm the press and then he's like whoa okay yeah it also wow, those cops a... really respected the first amendment Golly. just applaud 20th century yeah. was a different time just good for them Woof. it might have been a way to drag out the story longer if the short story is actually short maybe they just added another scene to Make oh, it longer. I definitely think they added the scenes of him talking to himself in the tape recorder or whatever. Were definitely the ooh, we haven't hit ninety minutes yet. We gotta, <laughs> Which we, he can we fly gotta plane, stretch by this. The way. <laughs> yeah. I found that funny. I love, I love that. That was like the two things he's got in this world. He's got his camera and he's got his plane. <laughs> One of those things is a lot less expensive than the other. <laughs> yeah, I guess he makes a lot of money. But he hasn't been on the front page in a while. It's been a while. Although he just was on the other day. That's right? what I was confused about too. I guess he. I guess his photo got bumped from the front page, and that's what he was mad about because it's a dead baby. I feel like that's not okay. <laughs> Wouldn't have gotten that past censorship. I mean, everybody, every dead body, someone's dead baby. 
Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I'm trying to be like all like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I laughed at not just that the night flyer had a plane, but that this journalist had a plane living out of motels and stuff, but he could afford plane fuel and storage wherever he's storing his plane. Like, he had a talk to talk too, like when he was landing and stuff. How oh, to yeah, speak he with had the professional air traffic pilot. control. Yeah. In between his, I'm going to fucking get you, you fucking <laughs> motherfucker. Fuckers, Dwight, I'm going to come get you. Oh, this is Lima, too. Lima. Uh, yeah, approaching at six degrees south. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But what did you think of the, like, the vampire design? Besides, I know we've ragged on his costume. but I thought it was bad. Like how he looked? Yeah. Yeah, I was a little thrown by that. I will say I liked the the teeth thing. How instead of it was the classic like, uh, fangs on either side. It was just two giant teeth, one on the top and one on the bottom. Like it was like a pincer thing. I actually thought it was pretty. It was a little spooky, a little scary. Yeah, I I didn't dislike it. Well, like logistically, it worked too with how some of the bodies were missing their heads or had half the neck like ripped open because if it has like a pincer style like jaw thing instead, instead of the classic like suck your blood from the side, it's doing both sides. Like it's gripped you like a vice. I like so that if he Pokemon. pushes really hard, yeah. So Pencil. if he pushes really hard, it just pull all the way through. So I, I don't know. I thought that was a creative new vampire thing. While he was also dressed in a how you know party city Dracula costume. <laughs> I just thought he was scarier when we didn't see him. Yeah. I also didn't like he had like long flowing locks. I don't. Oh, nineties porn star vamp. Yeah. Yeah, when he was a person. Yeah, that felt bizarre it made me think of um what's the brad pitt interview with a vampire yes where they all have like this beautiful flowing hair just like so vibrant yes, and lush an apex predator i thought it was it reminded me of my mom's on a date with the vampire oh yeah <laughs> that dude what was he was the nanny guy right yeah oh man that's a disney movie i have not thought about in forever Disney Plus. Scarier vampire than this dude? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, this guy's scary, though, for what he does. I like I'm the build-up cu- to seeing his face. I'm just curious how he was able to get into the places. I guess they don't do the whole they have to be invited in. Ooh, but, maybe. No, because they're, they. I was going to make this point. You are given per- permission, permission to, to land, land, which that's is to a, come in. That's a good point. Just like the press. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> John's on to something. Our First Amendment allows vampires to attack us. No! <laughs> Liberal vampires are using our First Amendment rights. <laughs> They're sucking the blood of freedom <laughs> right from our veins. That's what the metaphor of this movie is is that the press is the enemy, that they're the blood sucking, you know, destroying this country. That's why he thought the flag was a vampire. Because he viewed it as the enemy. And Dwight's part of society. <laughs> Dwight. Society. Dwight's just a a, <laughs> a blood red, you know, all American, just trying to fly his plane. <laughs> so we culminate. Oh, yeah. Because we, we, this last scene is amazing. I will say the last scene of this movie as a whole, once he lands in, once he gets out of the Night Flyer's plane and goes into the airport... I really liked this. Yeah. I him just all the dead bodies everywhere was super insane. I didn't expect that. It was 
they kind of went all out. Yeah. Like, there was the a strobe eye- light lightning. <laughs> yeah. There was like an eyeball and a bag of chips. I thought that was kind of funny. All that and a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a, a poor little a little girl that was sad. Oh, yeah. Dead kids. There's this dead baby. Yeah, dead baby. Then uh, a crucifix was in a dude's mouth, which I wonder if that was like some sort of thing of the guy tries to use it, and then the vampire was like, ha, ha, ha. Shove it. Yeah, shove it. Silly tricks don't work on me. <laughs> vampire. <laughs> Just shoved it down his throat. But yeah, it was pretty it's pretty brutal, most of their deaths. Yeah. And then I like that that was like his breaking point of yeah. him trying to take the photos, and he had to run to the bathroom to throw up. That was a pretty funny throw up noise, to be honest, though. It was definitely like a blip, bloop, bloop. <laughs> I like this scene, though. Like, you know, the vampire is there. Oh, and then 100%. it's like peeing blood, as we talked about. So, <laughs> and then it's like smashing window by window until so, it gets up next to him. What I was bracing for was I thought it was going to be him staring at the mirror after washing his hands and face and being like, get it together. I thought his head was going to be smashed against uh, the mirror. And then we were going to see the mm, vampire was behind it's 21st him. 21st century of you. Yeah, very 21st century of me. Nope. Just uh, you hear a zip. Yeah. <laughs> just a good old pee sound, and then the urinal in that mirror, and it's just blood hitting the urinal. Why would the vampire? <laughs> That's all he's drinking. I, you know, I had never thought about that it before It uses either. it as its life force, though. Isn't the whole point of it drinking blood is because it doesn't have blood, so by drinking the blood, it keeps itself alive? That's I what mean, we do I'm with water, then we pee it out. I'm not going to rationalize all that, Mark. It's not all like I know his is he's bladder peeing. filters the <laughs> the blood, be like, what we need and what we don't need. Like <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> There's no way. Like, I'm just saying, like, Twilight had vampires sparkle, and I thought that was ridiculous. I think having a vampire pee is, like, ten times weirder. Maybe he just has kidney problems. <laughs> I mean, he does. He's undead. He needs to go to the doctor. That, I know that yeah, much. that's that's not the blood he's been drinking. That's his own. Oh. He's, <laughs> oh, God. He's got a bladder problem. Yeah, he's got some <laughs> massive kidney stones. He's got an infection. I wish Dee well. had said that. <laughs> yeah. like, feeling, that. O- feeling okay, buddy? <laughs> These two shall not pass. I just... Oh. I thought it was funny that Dee's is like watching that. He wa- he hears the zoop, and he like hears the footsteps, and then Dwight the Night Flyer starts talking. I actually really liked his monologue, but I like that it took Dwight... After all that happening, him looking down and seeing the feed, be like, oh my God, you're real. Dude. <laughs> he knew he was real. Oh, and that cape <laughs> probably seen him. got dragged all throughout all this urine on the floor. Oh, like terrifying. That that's <laughs> that's, oh, that's the scariest uh, part of all. And that's going to go into that plane with yeah, him because he's not uh, cleaning that. That plane has every type of hepatitis. It's probably got full-blown AIDS in there. Like That's just some gross blood. What did y'all think about the voice itself, though? Like the voice actor, whoever did that? I didn't love it, and I didn't hate it. I felt like it was, like the director probably gave the note of, give a stereotypical vampire voice. Go. Go. And that's and that's what we got. Like, I didn't hate it. I thought his monologue was really good about how... Deez, I know you want my blood, but I'm going to take yours. <laughs> In like a very distinct but, sound. Yeah, it was just uh, the whole... It was the metaphor of the movie of we're the same yada 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 and i'm not gonna kill you but you're gonna stop following me uh yada yada yada. i thought that was interesting uh i thought it was weird that he like punished d's for wanting to see his face though after the standoff like 
I didn't know how the movie was going to end, but I, I at that point, I did know what was going to happen because, you know, with Dwight leaving, I was going to be like, oh, is he going to chase after the plane or something? I thought it might go weird 90s action film out of nowhere, like the plane chase. I'm not going to lie. I would have enjoyed a plane chase, but the fact that it was just like, I got to see your face comes over and it's just like, all right, now I'm going to make you turn you into a vampire, make you go insane. I don't know what that was. Hallucinate. Well, yeah, I know he was hallucinating, yeah. but like, why would drinking vampire's blood just make you hallucinate? I don't know, man. I'm just saying they didn't really establish <laughs> the rules. But part of that, okay, okay. And we hate on this sometimes, then sometimes we love it. We love it in John Wick. Don't explain the world, just throw me in. That's different though. In John Wick, it's... <laughs> Just throw me into There's, this vampire, man. <laughs> Just do it. I don't care. It's scary. But like you said, why does if they do some of the stuff, like he has to have dirt in his plane, why doesn't the other stuff apply? But the only reason we know the dirt works is because we. it wasn't... In Dracula, it wasn't really explained that much either. It just like was there. And in Dracula, can you really trust everything that's going on since it's a retelling from people's perspectives and they even say themselves, like, I don't remember everything. So, you know, it's just like a whole thing. Whatever you know about vampires, you might not know anything. Okay, lamestream media. Wouldn't it have been funny if the movie ended where <laughs> it was just Deez was telling this story to the editor, like reading his notes, and it'd be like, ah, page two. <laughs> and then just like credits roll. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I liked the hallucination though. I thought that was pretty white. The fog comes in. The the guy the reanimated corpse things. Yeah, scary. They spent. They were pretty scary. That was their budget. They spent it on and rightly so. That was important to nail. And I think they got that right. The writer, the, the dead person in the tub coming back and talking. Like, mm. Oh yeah, Dottie. Poor Dottie. Mm. Again, thought Dottie was gonna be like, "Why'd you murder me? Why'd you murder me, Dees?" I was just trying to write the story, Dees. <laughs> no, it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm dead in a tub, Dees. <laughs> I like the bi- the woman being like, I had to pull it out of me. I had to pull my baby out of me. Like, cool. Was that what the dead baby story was? Yeah. <laughs> that the lady pulled it out of her? Oh, I did not catch that. But I thought that was just kind of unexpected. Zombie girl, little girl was uh, pretty freaky. Children, zombie children, and like demon children are always Dude, terrifying. Slither, that movie's funny, except uh, the family. Scene. Oh, until yeah, the little girl. Oh, uh, I hate that. That yeah, don't don't mess with kids like that. Yeah, kids are easy to make scary, to be honest, because I don't trust them. I don't trust children. It's because they're, they're not to be so trusted. Innocent. They're not. They should be born with sin. <laughs> <laughs> they're not to be trusted, John. Did you like this ending though? Of because like obviously he comes out of the hallucination, throwing the axe around, so it looks like yeah, we see him out of the hallucination. He's still in in it, it and he it, it looks like he has killed all the people in the airport. Yeah. Which if you're those two cops, holy shit, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> you're like this dude would ham on an I entire love, airport. I love how the cops burst in, and then the reporter Jimmy comes in, and they're like, "Who are you?" And she says her name, and they're just like. Stay okay, there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, like, stay behind us. <laughs> she checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Too I real just, a name to make up. I just <laughs> feel like those the cops at the end were like the cops that try to pull over Tommy Boy at the end with the bee <laughs> scene where they're like, Hey Frank, I'm allergic to bees, man. <laughs> like, other than they were like, Oh my god, I like maybe we should just go. 
Then they light his ass up. Boy, do they. Oh, man. Won't they feel ridiculous when they find out that he didn't kill any of those people? They won't, though. Her reaction confused me because when she first got in there, she was like, no. Like, she seemed, like, upset. Oh, and then that she like they really him. quickly That's what I pivoted. Meant by the heel like, turn. Oh, like, yeah. oh shit. Well, because she sees the vampire, and she's like, "I guess I'm not going to chase the Nightflyer anymore." Well, she and then she has the ability to kind of ruin him. And if you think about it, vampires beget vampires, <laughs> so she is just a product. So she's of like, D's deturned her basically. No more vampires, and then. Like lights the body on fire behind her. No, They're, no, D's made her into a vampire. But D's isn't a vampire. Yeah, D's is a metaphorical vampire. Oh my god, this <laughs> movie's about metaphorical vampires. <laughs> <laughs> They're quickly gonna realize it wasn't him when the night flyer goes to another airport. Oh yeah, when it keeps going, they'll just yeah. be like, I guess it's a copycat. Yeah, in the same plane. I mean, maybe he'll transatlantic flight. You know, like, he I should don't know. do trains. Trains would be just as effective, and then automobiles. No. Because cars are unreliable. Oh. What about John Candy and Steve? Well, Mark? that movie proves what I'm saying. Cars are unreliable. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of liked that that kind of like stamp ending, though, of her using the story and being like, oh, Dee's was the night flyer the entire time. I wish we had seen what the editor thought, though, because we only saw his maniacal laugh and then we didn't get to see his thought that's process. That's true. I would have liked to see that. His as top well. reporter was yeah. actually a serial killer. He goes, I love it. Because <laughs> all he's about is selling papers in the grocery. Gotta sell these papes. I got newsies out there <laughs> selling papes left and right. Coming to a checkout line near you. <laughs> I liked that because it was, it, again, it felt like this actor knew the movie very he was life. in. It was very like, oh my God, this <laughs> movie. But like, I agree with John. I do think it dragged in the middle. But overall, it was a pretty fun, like, if this, if I had seen this on TV, I would have been pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh, wow, I watched Nightflyer. <laughs> and I think the ending helps. Oh, I think so, too. If the ending was not like that, it would have sucked. Yeah, I think if the ending had been her being like, don't worry, Dees, I'll get the Nightflyer. And it's, like, supposed to be some sort of sequel bait to <laughs> be like. to black. Yeah. Jimmy was murdered. Three <laughs> there was a sequel that was uh, proposed and it got canceled or something. What would it have been? Yeah. According to the Wikipedia page. Oh, man. Yeah, what would, I mean, just this movie again? It would Maybe. It would have focused more on the um, Jimmy. Oh, it would right. have been post. She's following the. Post 9-11 Nightflyer. Where he's blamed for 9-11. They have the terrorist task force hunting him Dwight down. Dwight Renfield is Al-Qaeda? Yeah. Dwight Renfield, where'd he learn to fly? Florida. Just saying. <laughs> Local Florida man turns into a vampire. <laughs> Google it. What if uh, what if the sequel was Dwight's coming after uh, the other reporter because he doesn't like that she framed him for uh, the Nightflyer murders? He, he wants... Credit where credit's due. Well, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he liked, maybe he liked Dwight. Maybe they were connected. D's, you mean? I, I, or I was confused Sorry, by yeah, Dwight's D's. human form. What well, was I was confused going- by that too. Is it only when he's drinking blood he turns into the monstrosity face? Dude, I don't know, man. Okay. Don't ask Glad questions. I wasn't the only one confused. We just needed that dude in the red hat on the airstrip to just explain everything. He's like, well, see, the vampire face when uh, he's drinking the blood. The only time I got Claire to talk to me was when I was asking him questions about the nightfly. Because we had a nightfly. Come in at night. 
stay the night. Hey, Claire, you wash, washing this plate? <laughs> washing it poorly? Just keep washing the same spot. <laughs> a lot more to the plane, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> Like I <laughs> we need somebody in our group that talks like that. That's just mm-hmm. all he does. <laughs> what a drag. Oh, my gosh. He'd definitely be that like, oh, shit, he's here. <laughs> what would their job be in real life? <laughs> any any actual thing would be really annoying. I you have like, a nice day now. I feel like they are the perfect old school gas station attendant. I really do think. It's like, oh, coming to town to see the show, huh? Don't get much visitors around here. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your windshield for a dollar. Would you like to give a dollar to St. Jude's? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say no, but every dollar counts. <laughs> give thanks. Oh man, I don't know. It's I overall I enjoyed the movie. I think I feel like with a bigger budget and like a little bit more, you know, tender love and care, <laughs> this movie could have been better. Um. I really do think the adding of the second reporter kind of makes it weird. Like it sets up the ending better, but I feel like you could just as easily make it to where the editor does that at the end, just to like clean sweep it. Just be like, okay, well on to the next, like it should have been, Oh, that completely delete the second, uh, journalist have the ending be, that's the newspaper. Like they run with that. The editor has decided to make, he puts that aside and he's interviewing the next, reporter to replace him you know what i mean like it's just like a machine i like that thing. yeah like that a just lot. makes it more like uh oh you know we don't really care about but then just you, with the story you lose the the vamps turning vamps you know but we never saw a vampire a real vampire turn another person into a vampire i mean yeah you yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> so we only saw the metaphor yeah we, we saw a real vampire feed and a metaphorical vampire turning another vampire to a vampire. Yeah. It's a lot of vampires. It's a lot of vampires. <laughs> turning each other. <laughs> Did you see D's got shot in the chest, which is where you put a wooden stake. Oh, kill- my God. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A lot of depth to this movie. Yeah. I mean, is there any... What, what would you guys like to have seen in it, though, to kind of change it up if you could add or fix anything i mean lean some i I wouldn't mind going a little bit more b horror movie and throw some more stereotypes in there could have been fun yeah you needed like the local town like sheriff who's uh who's had it with this d's guy ruffling everybody's feathers (laughs) that would have been fun john you got anything i I really like yours i kind of want to piggyback on that which one the the editor like with the ending with the editor Would churning it through, turn out that he is an actual vampire. <gasps> oh. Or the only other thing I've got Rival is vampire. is having one of the pe- eclectic people he met in town end up being Dwight that he had met earlier and just didn't realize it. I like, like the grave, that too. grave digger would be a good example. I like that too. Someone he had encountered earlier, or the the haircut lady, the one giving the haircuts that gave him some information, like somebody he had encountered earlier yeah, in the movie. I like that too, because. In order to do that, you've got to get rid of the Dracula costume and the long flowing locks. Nothing's so, hypnotizing people. Just a force field of hypnotism. Force field of hypnotism. Uh, I don't know. I just remember when I this movie started and it was, you know, a journalist hot on the trail, this vampire, serial killer possibly. I was nervous that it was going to be another 
uh, Wild Things 2, where <laughs> we were going to spend the entire <laughs> time talking about why would an insurance adjuster like be investigating this shit. What was that guy's name again? I can't remember. It's just him acting like Horatio Kane from CSI when he's an insurance agent. Honestly, would would you have liked to see some vampire and some old lady action? No. No. Hard pass. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see that perm and I just assumed he mercy killed her because he liked her. I didn't think there was any sort of banging. Well she she looked real nice and sweet. That's what they said. She wanted to look young again. Sensuous, I think was the word. To be honest, I thought it was funny at first, but the more I think about it, it was super disturbing how she just like watched her husband be murdered, just like calmly, like smiling, like, yeah, everything's fine. I'm gonna go lay down now. It's just cool. Tuckered out. Cool mood setting. Yeah, I feel like this would be a fun if they did like a modern remake. This could be a fun. I don't know how they do it because, again, like I pointed out. Nowadays, it'd be really hard to be like, well, no one can find this plane. (laughs) (laughs) It's a national security threat. (laughs) But I feel like it could be fun. If you you did a remake but kept it in like the same time period, like did like the 80s or the early 90s or something like that, I think it, I think you could do something kind of cool with it. But uh, I definitely enjoyed it and it was free on YouTube, so I'd give it a recommend. It's only, it was like barely ninety minutes, That's right? With the credits, yeah. So it could have been like eighty three. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a <gosh>. gentleman's. <laughs> yeah, and I, honestly, there's so many scenes that I'm like, they definitely could have cut. I bet this movie could honestly have been an hour and ten. I honestly think there's like twenty minutes of this movie that are just them being like, "Well, we gotta get to ninety. We gotta get to ninety. <laughs> we gotta get to 90. So I, I mean, but I still, as much as I ragged on it, I enjoyed watching it. So I'd give it a recommend. Mm-hmm. John, I'd say worth your free time. Yeah, I thought hey. it was fun, and it, yeah. it was like it did have some um, horror aspects to it—a real piece of my childhood. <laughs> I love that this is a movie that somehow like scarred you as yeah. a kid, and I, I get why. It, Dude, yeah. I saw TV. I was five. Yeah, the last I, ten minutes totally could yeah, see that. Hundred percent understand it, but it's just funny that like it's more the how just not known this movie is. It's not like it's, you know, Jason or some famous horror film. Like you saw The Exorcist yeah, no. at age five or some shit. It's Super B movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wrecked me. It just, <laughs> that's just what makes it funny. Yeah. One of, one of the inspirations of why I like horror so much was this movie in Wicked. Like, <laughs> like the, I don't know if you've seen the DVD cover, but it's like the vampire's face, mm-hmm. then it's the Cessna plane, and then underneath the Cessna is just a giant silhouette of a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't really see. You never see a bat. <laughs> I was hoping we'd see him turn into a bat at one point. That would have kind of been cool. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know whose pick it is next. I think it's yours. Is it mine? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it might be mine. I don't know. And then, then back to Johnny Boy. Or Andrew wanted to do a movie. What did? Yeah. What did Andrew want to do? That we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about that about off mic. But yeah, so it's either gonna be mine or we'll take Andrew's. We'll take it offline. Take it offline. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, remember to follow us at TMFTPodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, write us if you identify as a vampire. Yes. Clearly, we have. We'd tons love of to questions. hear from you. Send um, us dirt from your place of origin. We'd love to run some tests. We'd love to run some tests. If you've thought about identifying as a vampire, go ahead and write into see how that thought process works but uh, anybody else please leave us alone uh, <laughs> or to follow us on twitter at team 50 podcast and we will see you next time